You're listening to Ask Dr. Gray Pre-Med Q&A. Welcome to Ask Dr. Gray Pre-Med Q&A. Happy New Year. What can I help you with? Hi, Dr. Gray. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, so I have been working on a do-it-yourself post-back okay. um, since you and I, um, I kind of emailed you, we corresponded for a little bit, and the recommendation was to kind of go back and redo some of my undergraduate credits um, and add a little bit more in order to get my cumulative GPA and my science GPA at a level where I won't immediately just be cut off <clears throat> from schools um, right off the bat. Yep. Um, I started off, and I'm just going to go ahead and say the numbers, um, with a cumulative cumulative GPA of 2.82 based okay. on what AMCAS calculates okay. um, and a science GPA of 2.59. Um, okay. I went to UC Berkeley in California, very competitive. I I know there was a couple of things that went on there. Um, I was an athlete. I um, also came from a different educational system in Europe. Um, and I was used to the final exam really counting mm. as my overall grade. Um, and I've now learned that every single assignment counts, adding <laughs> every single point from every single homework <laughs> is what's going to get me from a B to an A or from yeah. a C to a B. Um, so since learning that um, and graduating, I've been taking community college classes um, where I live. Um, and I've taken 27 units at a 4.0 straight A um, for the last year. Awesome. Of course, with COVID, um, I started off in person. Some of those have been hybrid. Some of them have been online. Yep. But I just kind of kept chugging along knowing and hoping that medical schools would understand that. Yep. Um, and so now my cumulative GPA is at a 3.01. Definitely celebrating that. Um, <laughs> you crossed that science, threshold. I got there. Um, yep. And my science GPA is at a 2.89. Yep. Um, I, I did take a psych and a social class that I needed it for as prereqs that I hadn't had before. Mm. Um, and then I'm going to be taking two more credits or two more courses this semester. So hopefully by the summer, if I keep with that straight A, um, I should be at a 2.96 science oh. GPA. Yeah. So I know that if I take one or two more classes in the summer, I should reach that 3.0. Yep. Um, and my question is, do I need to go to that 3.0? Do I need to overshoot it? How high should I go? Yeah. Um, and before you answer that, I'm also applying to master's. So I have the opportunity with a really great um, kind of uh, graduate school reimbursement program mm -hmm. um, through my employer. They'll be paying back for uh the majority of my master's. Okay. Um, so I'm hoping to do a master's of science in uh, molecular pharmacology and experimental therapeutics, which goes really well with what I'm currently working in. Cool. So the question, the first question is, when are you planning on applying? So in my mind, um, given that I would start, if accepted, I would start the master's program in the summer. Mm. Um, I would plan to retake the MCAT as well as part of it. This master's is a very flexible uh, program that allows for me to work full time while I'm taking the master's. I can go up and down in courses. I have, okay. a it's a very flexible program. Um, so I'm thinking about applying 2022 with okay. the idea of repeating the MCAT at some point. I got a 501 on my first try. Okay. Um, so repeating the MCAT to get a much higher, more competitive score, hopefully, 
based on, you know, all of this work that I'm doing and all of these hours. Um, yeah. If I told you that the master's was a waste of time and that you should apply in 2021, what would you say to that? Uh, I think I'd be nervous, um, because they've been community college classes. Um, and I, I would be a little bit shocked actually. I thought that maybe taking the master's classes at a prestigious university would help me really prove my academic, I don't know, excellence. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's hard, right? Because ma- master's programs are weird because students typically do well in master's programs or you don't finish it, right? <laughs> or you just drop out. Uh, and so it's it's a this weird kind of situation to be in to have a really solid upward trend by the time you apply, if you were to apply in 2021, have upwards of 30 credits at a 4.0. And yes, it's at a community college, uh, but you have an interesting story that uh, obviously an immigrant to this country, an athlete in college, it's not like you just struggled at Cal because you struggled at, at with hard classes. You struggled because it wasn't your focus, new culture, all this random stuff, right? Being an athlete. And, and so you have this interesting potential story to tell as to why you struggled early on learning this new education system, obviously not being an athlete anymore uh, in terms of being a student athlete um, and being able to focus on school. Now you're crushing it. And yes, it's at a community college and yes, some of it's hybrid, some of it's online, et cetera. But like part of me is like, just put it out there and see. And, and yes, your, your master's is going to be largely covered, but there's still an expense to that. There's still time delay to that. Is that worth it in the end to have a quote unquote prestigious name behind you? And, and I almost never recommend going for the prestige because it's, it usually just doesn't work that way. Um, if you want the master's degree, because maybe you're thinking down the line that you're going to use some of those skills and use some of that knowledge in your practice as a physician, whatever that future life looks like, great. But part of me is wondering if you're using the master's as a crutch because you're doubting your ability to get in with where you're currently at. And you're like, well, they're offering it and I, I'll... I'll have a lot of it covered. And so, yeah, I should go ahead and do that. And it'll delay my application, but at least it'll look better than community college. I think, and definitely it's out of all of the ones, they, there are multiple different ones that I could have applied to. And there's a genuine interest there. I'm not worried that I won't put in the time or that I won't find it interesting. I actually um, already took one class as kind of a, uh, a way to prove myself academically to them. Mm-hmm. Um grade is not back yet. I've been checking every day, twice a day for like the last two weeks, um, but I was at like a 94%. Um, so I know that I can do it. I know that it was interesting. It was challenging, um, just really refreshing to be learning new things. However, I definitely think that part of the reason it, I, I'd be lying if I said that there wasn't a part of it that was to prove myself academically. Yeah. I- I don't know. It's, it's a hard, like you're going to do what's best for you. 
I would say that I don't think you need to do it. Um, okay. Obviously, having below a 3.0 science GPA cumulative stings. And obviously, your total numbers right, are, are scary looking in the grand scheme of things. And this is where a lot of students who don't really understand the process and upward trends and how impactful that is and kind of the story of, of what you've done there um, you, you definitely have a lower GPA, um, and the master's is a quote unquote separate line on the application. And so that may help. Um, but is it worth in the end delaying the application for another year? The one benefit potentially of delaying until 2022 is you can take those summer courses and have that GPA impacted on your application versus if you were to apply in 2021, those courses wouldn't be part of your GPA calculation. And so your science GPA would be, would be below a 3.0 uh, versus applying later where yeah. that would be calculated in. Unless I add another class, which I could. Yeah. Starts next week. It starts next week. Yeah. But I've, I've done it before. I've taken three undergrad classes. Um, I'm in the process of switching to a job that will still meet my financial needs, but will mm. give me so much more time. Um, I'm kind of taking a step back from that patient facing um, in order to have time to really focus on studying on the MCAT on yeah. classes. Um, it was a hard decision, but I know that what I need is to focus academically. So yeah. that's what I was doing. The, the other kind of uh, 800 pound gorilla in the room is if you do potentially speed up this process and apply in 2021, there's this little thing called the MCAT. And if you were to add an extra class, do you have the bandwidth for school, work, and MCAT prep? No. Yeah. yeah. So that's Definitely. that's probably the the bigger uh, kind of variable that will will determine yeah. when you're going to apply. So if if and I definitely think I can do better than a 501. Um, I, the class that I just took was kind of the chemical principles. It, it was the MCAT on steroids. We <laughs> read a paper every week and I'm nice. like, oh, let's do this. Like amino acids done. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> um, so the question back to you is if we're going to delay in order for me to be able to take the MCAT, then why wouldn't I? If it's going to be pretty much covered and I can do it. Why wouldn't you do the masters? Mm -hmm. No, I mean, go ahead. There's, there's, <laughs> okay. there's no reason not to if you're going to delay anyway. Yeah. If yeah. you feel like you want to and you'll be interested in it and yeah. you, you will do well in it, right? That's the, the biggest That's, variable. You need to do well in it. Yeah. Um, and it's mostly covered and it's not a, a big financial burden. Why not, right? It's filling yeah. your time. Yeah, okay. Um, if... I think given that I want to retake the MCAT and I want to do well in it and I want to spend my time, I don't want to rush it. Um, I definitely think that it's worth delaying for a year and having the best possible application that I can put forward. Um, and I have some other questions okay. for you. Yeah. Um, so if I retake, so for example, I took uh, general biology um, at Cal and then okay. I, redid, I redid it at my community college. Um, it was just like human biology. Um, I, my question was, if I retake a class at a different institution, is it considered a repeat? Um, is it a different course? Is this a different institution? Um, 
I know that for like MCAS won't do any grade replacements, Mm -hmm. um, but I was just more so curious as to how that looks. Um, I haven't studied that part of the instruction manual. Um, I I would go and look at uh, the instruction manual. I believe if it's at a different institution, different course, et cetera, it's not going to count as a repeat. It needs to be the same institution, same course number, et cetera. I I believe that's what it is. Um, But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I guess ultimately it'll still cover that part of the prereq. I can still choose that one as as my prereq for biology. Okay. Um, And then on that line, do pass, no pass credits count? as part of my BCMP? No. Nope. Okay, perfect. So when I, I was putting in, I put in all my grades into mapped. Um, so when I'm putting in pass, no pass, even if they were part of the biology department, even if they were research, I'll just won't check them as part of my... You can, but it's pass, no pass. So it doesn't, it's not going it to affect any, anything. Okay. Yeah. I was worried that somehow it would like water down. Okay. Nope. Great. We, we were smart enough to, to know that pass, no pass equals zero credit, zero, nothing. Perfect. Okay. So then based on what you've told me, we might've already answered this, but does it matter how many credits from my master's I've completed by the time I apply? I was aiming to be about halfway done. Um, uh, No, I I think having some credits will look good. Um, Obviously as close to a 4.0 as possible. Um, I I don't think you need to finish your master's before you apply. I think having some courses will help. Okay. Um, and then for my science GPA, is it enough to get it to a 3.0? Should I try to overshoot it a little bit? As high as you can. Okay. So just keep going. Yeah. I, I don't think, I don't think you need to overlap undergrad classes with your master's program. I think okay. do what you can to get above a 3.0 in both science and cumulative and then, and then call it quits from there. Okay. Perfect. Um, and then I guess based on looking at it, at a reapplication, um, I know I will need to update my essay. I know parts Mm -hmm. of it will stay the same because, you know, my seed and that kind of stuff hasn't changed. Um, but when I'm reflecting on my experiences and my activities, um, can I just have the same essays mm, for activities that I'm no longer, like I'm not continuing to do? I wouldn't keep the same anything. Uh, I would tweak as much as possible. Uh, more than likely, last time you applied, um, I think I've most likely come out with a video since then on how to write extracurricular descriptions where you can improve your activity descriptions. So um, I, I would train. I would change as much as possible. Okay. Perfect. And then this might be very obvious. I have a lot of hours. So I have a lot of hours of scribing, which I know doesn't really count for all schools as shadowing. And I have shadowing um, internationally um, in Spain uh, at a learning hospital. Uh, So would it still be very, very important for me to have shadowing here? Um, very, very important. No, very important. Probably as much as you can, if you can, uh, obviously scribing is, is going to be considered shadowing for a lot of institutions. They are just like, Oh, that that's fine. Uh, we'll, we'll kind of cross, cross those two, um, together. So, um, it sounds like you're doing a lot. So really the goal, the focus is, 
schoolwork, number one, uh, obviously work, work, <laughs> schoolwork to get above that 4.0. Um, and then if you can fit in some stuff, great. Okay, perfect. Um, I recently switched jobs. So I was a okay. uh, clinical research coordinator, which to anybody out there, if you don't know what it is, go it's check a great it out. job. Yeah, it's, it's been amazing. I've had so many one-on-one -on -one times. So I'm looking at uh, phase one, phase two clinical trials, working with patients one-on-one. -on -one. Um, it's been really amazing. Um, and I'm taking a step back from that and working, um, switching into a clinical laboratory position. Um, so I'm hoping that that is okay. Um, I know it will no longer be patient-facing. I have quite a few hours of patient-facing. I've learned so much from it. Mm. Um, but I'm hoping that this job will give me the space and the time to study. Um, do you feel like generally that's okay? I'm not a huge fan of that kind of big switch. If you're not finding time to do other clinical things, um, if you are great, that's fine. Um, but, but if it's, you're replacing a clinical thing with a non-clinical thing and not doing any other clinical things, then that's a, that's a potential issue. And in my mind, I, I don't like the huge gaps of, of non-clinical activities. Um, yeah. I volunteer inpatient. Okay. If that counts pediatrics. It depends. Uh, it depends on what you're doing, but it could. Yeah. The, okay. the other thing you mentioning clinical research coordinator a lot of the times, right, understanding, I have a daughter who's in, in a research um, uh, a research study and, and understanding what clinical research coordinators do day in and day out, a lot of your time is spent shadowing, right? You're waiting for the doctor to kind of do their thing, uh, to take the patient to the next thing or whatever. Um, and so, as a clinical research coordinator, you potentially could extract those shadowing hours out of that job and put them in your application and then adjust your total hours for the clinical research coordinator to match that. Yeah, that that's a really good point. I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. Anything else? Nope. I think that's, that's my list. Well, awesome. Good luck to you. Hopefully that helped. Yes, definitely. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you so much for joining me here on Ask Dr. Gray Pre-Med Q&A. Did you know that we record these live on Facebook at 3 p.m. Eastern on most weekdays? Search for Medical School HQ on Facebook and like the page to be notified. Don't forget to check out our amazing Facebook group, The Hangout, at medicalschoolhq.net slash group.